Welcome back. Today we are brought to you by Post-It Notes. Post-It Notes are small um, square pieces of paper. Most paper is actually a rectangle. If you didn't notice, but not Post-It Notes. Post-It Notes are small square pieces of paper that are used for making a note. You can make a note that is very short, nothing long. You can't make a note on a post-it that's like reconcile my differences with my sister and repair our relationship after years of strained connection between the both of us. That's not the type of note, but you could write something like banana. That's really the point. You could write something like banana, cheese, and then you're not going to remember, am I supposed to eat a banana with cheese? Am I supposed to go buy a banana? Am I out of cheese? It doesn't matter. The point is you can put up to one or two words on the note and it has an adhesive strip on the back. And that's really what makes a post-it note a post-it note. Otherwise it would just be a note. You can use that strip to stick it to a fridge, a wall, any, a keyboard, anything you want. Post-it notes, super handy. Go to www.postitnotes.com slash um, uh, put the code name Nesson for uh, your discount on post-it notes. Uh, keep in mind, they are not white paper, but they are yellow paper. And why are they yellow? You don't need to know. You don't need to know everything. Sometimes things are yellow. Sometimes they're white. These are yellow. And that's what you get. Okay. www.postitnote.com. Um, use the promo code Nesson for your uh, discount today. And get a pack, make some notes, change your life. Here we go. It's raining, it's snowing, and the old man is hoeing. Isn't that what the song is? It's raining, it's snowing, the old man is out there. He's hoeing. He's on the corner, and he's hoeing. He's hoeing, dude. It's snowing. I'm looking outside right now, and I'm seeing snow come down May 20th. Mark the occasion, May 20th, 2021, after we were at 26 degrees two days ago. I was out there, no shirt. I was out there, barely pants, raw feet, raw hands. I think I think I told you guys this. I had a blister, a sun blister on my ear from how hot, muy caliente it got this weekend. And now we're back to snow, man. Come on. What are we doing out here? I got to move. I got to move. I don't know why I'm up here. I got to move. But then I wonder, you know, if you go to a place that is super nice and super hot all the time, do you appreciate it? I always wonder, like, if you live in Hawaii, where do you go for vacation? You kind of miss out on that part, don't you? There's nothing sweeter than when you live in a shitty northern climate. You live up in Canada somewhere. You live up in Sweden, Finland, Greenland. Iceland, all the lands, all the lands are cold. If it, if it ends in land, it's cold. When you live up in one of those places and you go for vacation, the feeling that you get when you leave and it's freezing, and you know, hours later you get off an airplane and you feel the humidity hit you in the face, hit you in the dome, it's incredible. It's a rare moment they get to have, and it's only made possible by living somewhere that's freezing and, and stupid, a stupid climate. So I don't know. I don't know if I would really give it up. You know, I like to whine about it, but I do like having the seasons, and I, I do like the change in the year. 
I don't know if I would really appreciate living in a desert like Palm Springs for a full year. I don't know. I mean, my ear, like I told you, I got a blister here in three days. What would happen in Palm Springs? I'd be getting sun blisters on my eye, uh, eye lashes, my eyelids. You ever have a mosquito bite on your eyelid? You can't even close your eye the whole way. You got an itchy eyelid and you can't close your eye. And the whole time you're just thinking, how did this mosquito even get me there without me noticing? Ugh. By the way, we're sponsored today by Post-it Notes, as I mentioned at the top. And the anti-sponsor is mosquitoes. If If anyone can invent a technology to get rid of them, that's what we need Elon Musk to do next. The guy is so amazing. It seems like he solves any problem that he focuses on. But it's not up to us what he becomes interested in. Whatever he becomes interested in, though, he crushes it. So I, if I was even one degree separated from him, I would somehow subconsciously plant messages about mosquitoes in his mind so that he would, he would be the guy who solves that issue for us. Nobody needs him. I've said it before. Nobody needs him. And everyone's like, oh, well, what are the spiders going to eat? Listen, I will go out there and I will spoon feed the spiders. I'll spoon feed them peanut butter, honey, whatever a spider likes to eat, whatever they like to eat. I'll go out there and hit them up. If we can get rid of mosquitoes, it's worth it. It's worth it. Don't they eat other insects anyway? Spiders, you put up, you know what? Guess what? If you're putting up a huge web, you don't get to be picky about what flies into it. You put up a giant net to catch stuff. That's pretty much begging. And then you're going to whine that the wrong insect went in there. Oh, I, oh, I wanted a, a fly and I got a, a mosquito. Gross. <sniffs> hey, then don't make the net. You know, fix the net so the mosquitoes go through and you get the flies. Don't be picky. I wonder if there's animals out there who eat stuff, but they don't realize how bad it tastes. Do you know what I mean? Like, so for instance... Spiders eat insects. They eat mosquitoes. They eat, uh, you know, flies, whatever goes into that net. I think they eat everything, don't they? And that's got to be terrifying. Dude, imagine just being an insect. Imagine being anything. And you're just running. You're just living your life. You're, You're walking along. And then all of a sudden, boom. You didn't even see it coming. Boom, you're stuck to something. And you, your first thought has got to be like, what the fuck? This, this sucks. Get me off of this. And then you can't get off. You're just stuck on whatever this mystery thing is. And you're like, oh, my God, what happened? But you know you got to be optimistic, right? If you're an insect that flies into a spider web, you got to be optimistic for the first couple seconds. You're like, all right, well, I'll get out of this. You know, you run into stuff. When you're flying out here like I am, you're trying to set, uh, you know, records for your fly speed. You're going to run into stuff. That's what happens. And then you see the spider coming toward you and you go, that's great. Look at this. This guy's got eight legs. Surely he's going to use six of them to help me. This guy's coming over to help. Thank God. Here I was. I'm flying around. I go into this mystery net. It's all sticky for some reason. Can't get off, but this guy's coming over. Thank God. Help, help. Thanks. Thanks for coming over. And then he comes over, right? And he's like, and you're like, hey, man, can you, uh, I don't know what happened. Can you get me off this? He's like, you're like, hey, dude, don't be weird about this. Just help me off the net, right? He's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. and you're like, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And before you know it, now he's spinning more of his web out of his mouth. And you're like, what the fuck is that? 
Dude, what is coming out of your mouth? Oh, maybe he's using that as a rope to pull me off of this. And that's your last second of optimism because then he starts wrapping you up in it. And that's when the terror, I would think, has to set in. I wonder if bugs, I wonder if they can even experience that. I wonder if they can experience terror. Because if they can, then that's what's going through their mind. Now you're getting wrapped up and all of a sudden, it all adds up. You're like, whoa, whoa. And you know what? You look around and you see three of your friends and you're like, oh my God, is that Kyle? Oh my God. Brayden? This is where you guys have been? And they're stuck and they're dead though. They're dead. Their head is eaten off. Then I don't know how you recognize them, but you know, maybe by their, um, their shoes or something. Like, oh my God. And it all comes together. And then you're just wrapped up in this thing. And it seems like sometimes these spiders, they catch stuff. You know these spiders, hey? You know these spiders out here? Sometimes it seems like they catch stuff and then they don't even eat it right away. They just wrap it up and they're like, yeah, I'll come back for that like six. <laughs> the game's on right now. I'm going to go watch the game. I'll come back and have this for a snack. That's got to be the worst. Oh, so you're wrapped up sitting in this web just thinking about how he's going to eat you later on. Man, maybe, maybe... Maybe we should get rid of spiders too. Cancel spiders. Cancel spiders. They're mean. They're not playing by the rules. Nobody knows. None of those insects know that there's uh, giant webs out there. Nobody knows that. Otherwise, they wouldn't be flying around so recklessly. Huh? Yeah. So maybe we get rid of mosquitoes and spiders and wasps. But keep the bees. Keep the honey. Keep the honey. Fun fact, honey is one of the only foods in the world that doesn't expire. I told Jen that fun fact last night. Blew her mind. Blew her mind wide open. There's been honey that they find in the tombs of the Egyptian, what are they called, mummies, pharaohs, and there's honey in there and you can still eat it. Now, how they know you can still eat it, I hope to God that somebody accidentally ate it and that's how they know. I hope that there's like some archaeology office that brought home the samples. Hey, we found King Tut. Oh, sick, dude. Sick. Goes in the office. He's like, all right, nobody touch this honey, all right? This is from the tomb. Should be pretty obvious given that it's in a, a 24-karat gold jar that and the lid has hieroglyphics on it. And the hieroglyphics probably just say... Um, refrigerate <laughs> and nobody eat it. All right. And everyone's like, all right. But then guess what? Bob, Bob wasn't there. Comes into work late, sees the honey, spreads it on there, eats it. He goes, this is pretty damn good. That's how they figured it out. I hope so. I hope so. Otherwise, yeah. How the hell would you know, man? Somebody's got to be eating that honey. Ugh. By the way, the people that reminds me of like, you know, being in an office, and you have a communal fridge. Now, my first job, my first ever office job was such a small office. We only had 13 people when I started in the whole office. And so we used the communal fridge a lot. And dude, some of the feuds that you see, because I don't think I ever witnessed somebody eat. No, you know what? I did. I did. Because one time, all right, here's what happened. We had a, we had a, we had a meeting. Someone ordered pizza, right? Someone ordered pizza. They ordered way too much pizza. Like I said, there's 13 people. Whoever was in charge of ordering pizza ordered th 13 pizzas. 
something like that. We had so many slices left over. So they put them in the fridge and then there was one guy who wasn't there. So we got this excess pizza and we're slowly working it down throughout the week. No one's bringing lunch in. We're just eating the leftover pizza as a group. Monday, the pizza showed up. Tuesday, we got leftovers. Wednesday, last slice of leftovers, gone. But we don't know that. Thursday, one of the guys who works in the office brought in his own pizza. His own pizza. Coincidentally, that day, the one guy who wasn't there for the pizza party came into work. And we said, hey, hey, Zap, there's extra pizza in the fridge because we didn't know it was gone. If you want some, because we had a pizza party on Monday, we had a pizza party. That's the fun part about working in an office. Sometimes you get a pizza party. Sometimes you get to wear your jeans. It's crazy. It's wild as shit, dude. It's a crazy ass time. Sometimes you get to eat pizza while wearing your jeans and you, you want to see a group of adults get giddy, get a little crazy. You go into an office and you give people pizza with permission to wear their own pants with maybe even soda pops. Whoa. Is this Christmas? So anyway, Zap goes in to the kitchen and uh, he eats pizza. Unknowingly, he ate the guy who brought in his own pizza. This guy then goes in, goes, where the fuck is my pizza? It was a whole, it was Pizzagate. Not the Pizzagate that you hear about in the news. This was a localized Pizzagate situation. And uh, that was the only time I saw that though, because I have heard stories of like people just hopping into the communal fridge and just literally eating other people's lunch, which you got to be a psycho to, to do that purpose. But there is something weird about a communal fridge with coworkers. You get to see what everyone eats, first of all. An unwritten rule in an office, unwritten rule, no fish. Unwritten rule. Don't be bringing that fish around here. Don't be bringing that cuttlefish to the office. We had a girl in one of my classes in university who I swear to God, dude, she would bring in. It's almost like she was concocting purposely the stinkiest lunch she could come up with, like she went through the recipe book and she, she went to the appendix under S and she just looked up stink. And then she did the first recipe that popped up and she dude, she would bring in this concoction of, I'm talking, it was like cuttlefish and broccoli. You know what a psycho you have to be to, to, and she would microwave it. She would microwave it. There's nothing wrong with a cold broccoli. On a hot day, <laughs> as long as you keep that broccoli at normal temperature, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. But if you've ever if you've ever microwaved a broccoli, it's like chemical warfare. It's it's outlawed in the rules of war. You you microwave broccoli and something happens where broccoli just goes, "Oh, I'm shit now. I'm shit." I'm going to taste the same, but I'm going to smell like your worst nightmare. Something happens when you microwave it, that broccoli, it personalizes itself for everyone's nose around and it goes, good, I'm going to be your worst nightmare. And it absolutely reeks. So she would bring in the one-two punch. She's got the microwave broccoli nightmare. Then she's got this cuttlefish already stinks on its own. She would bring it into class and I'm talking like, it would clear that kids would leave. Kids would leave. One kid died 
I'm pretty sure. I think I saw one kid die. And kids would leave the class. And I stopped going to that class. I'll, I just stopped going. I'm like, I can't deal with the cuttlefish broccoli smell. And then unbeknownst, you know, two weeks later, they had all these signs around the school. No fish in class. And you know what? That's real influencing. She was an influencer. She literally changed the rules of the school with her chemical smell warfare. Gross. I can't handle that. People that have, you know, um, what is that? Obtrusive? Is that even, is that the right word for that? But food, I guess what I'm saying is I don't like stinky food. I guess, I guess that's the easy way to say that. Just don't do it, man. I used to work with one guy too. The loudest chewer. Oh, that was another thing I had to almost leave. Every time I'd start eating, I would hear that chewing sound. I would almost do it as a demonstration now, but for anyone who's listening and has the same thing as me where you just cannot hear people chew, I'm not going to put you through that. It's so, I, I don't know what it is, man. That sound of chewing is like, oh, it sends shivers down my spine. It makes me look at you different. And I can't, I can't be around it. And this guy would chew every time. Every every single bite was that sound. And you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. And it's worse with some foods. Like banana. Banana is the one. That that like, oh. That, that bite into a banana sound. Oh. That'll make your toenails. That'll make your toenails fall off. And go, or maybe go back into your feet. That sound. That's so gross. Ugh. I don't like that. I guess this is just like the, this is the pet peeve show. Oh, by the way, I watched um, very shortly some of the the highlights from this Friends reunion. So strange that they're doing that. I wonder why they're doing it. I mean, Friends, obviously one of the biggest shows in TV history, like of all time, probably the biggest sitcom of all time. Isn't it enough? I would be nervous of ruining that legacy. You know, it's like a drop the mic moment it, you know in stand-up comedy as an equivalent it's like when you murder if you kill and you're done your set it's like you're done don't go back don't go back and try like you're good you did your job you got it that's what I feel like friends was and now they're doing this reunion um I don't know if they're doing actual episodes or if it's just interviews I don't know but I will tell you this Matthew Perry be looking rough man he doesn't even look happy he doesn't even look happy. Meanwhile, dude, the women haven't daged, daged. They haven't daged. The women have not aged at all. You look at um, Jennifer Aniston. You look at Courtney Cox. You look at Lisa Kudrow. They all look almost identical. A little bit different, but they all look pretty close to what they look like on the show. And then you see the guys. You see David Schwimmer. Um... Uh, oh shit, Matthew Perry and what is it, Joey? Why can't I not remember Joey? Matthew LeBlanc. I gotta tell you, the ladies win. The ladies held up the best out of all of them. They all look, they still look pretty good. David Schwimmer looks pretty good. Great hair, by the way. David Schwimmer has some of the best. I mean, that hairline is untouched. I, I, I would kill to have a hairline like that. And he's still got it at like what, 50? What is he, 50 now? Um, Matt LeBlanc is looking. He's looking okay. It looks like he put in a couple pounds. But again, you get older. That's what happens. He went gray too. But I actually don't even think there's anything wrong with that. You can still look good with gray hair. 
Some guys look better with gray hair. Silver Fox, he still looks good. But dude, Matthew Perry, from the interview that I saw, he's like hunched over forward in his seat. And it's not even just that he looks a little worn. It's like the dude looks like, he just looks sad. <laughs> it's just, it's weird. He looks just, everyone else looks like they were like, like, especially the ladies, so put together. Like they carry that. Matthew Perry's looking, he's looking tough, man. I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. And I know, I know he's got like $40 million, right? So you can't say you feel bad for someone. And I, I don't feel bad from that standpoint, but it looks like it, it didn't bring him any happiness. I don't know. I don't know the guy, but it looks from his face. It doesn't look like it. And he also had an issue with alcohol. In fact, I think he said that he doesn't even remember like two of the seasons they filmed. I think it's season two and three. He doesn't even remember filming it. That's how crazy it was. And I, I, th- I was thinking about that after, and I'm like, you know, probably one of the worst things that can happen if you're an alcoholic is to become so success- successful and make so much money that you don't have to work again. Because it's like you're just – you don't have to keep busy. So you, you've got this substance issue, and now you're just sitting around all day. You don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to even work towards anything. And – it's the boredom. It's the boredom, I think, that could bring that back. It's got to be the worst combination. So, anyway, take a look at it. I just, you know, I feel bad for the guy, but he's looking he's looking rough. He's looking rough. And I was amazed. Courtney Cox is still a, a bombshell. Wow. Wow. So, I don't know. I'm going to keep watching it. It's interesting. I don't know if they're doing episodes. I hope to God they're not. I really hope they're not doing, like, full episodes. Um, because it's good. It's fun the way it was, man. It's fun the way it was. It still holds up. I honestly, you can go back and watch friends episodes and they're still entertaining today. So I hope they just leave it as it is. And, um, I don't know, maybe I'll check out some of that this weekend and maybe you will too. Hopefully it stops snowing and don't forget it's a long weekend. So do you, you know, you do you, you know, this is what I'm going to say. This is my new sign off. You know what? Go out there and live your truth. (laughs) Go out there this weekend and live your truth for all three days. Amazing. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye.